Thank you for joining us for the Tucson Baptist Church podcast with Pastor Brent Armstrong. This podcast features the messages from the teaching and preaching ministry at our church. Tucson Baptist Church is located in Tucson, Arizona, and we are committed to loving God, growing together, and reaching our community. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit TucsonBaptist.com. We pray that today's message is an encouragement to you. Philippians chapter 2. I am very, very aware of the time it is. We planned this service, and so my part is going to be the smallest part of the service. I just want to give you a thought that we can take from this opportunity to honor Pastor and Mrs. Howard. And we said at the outset that our desire is to honor the Lord Jesus Christ through the testimony of Pastor and Mrs. Howard. Pastor Howard would be upset with me if, if it was all about him and not Christ. I've entitled my challenge, it's really not a message because I'm going to be very short. I've entitled it, Seven. Seven. And you have a little box there and maybe you could re- remember just a couple of thoughts this morning. The man's name is Epaphroditus. How many of you have a copy of the Word of God with you this morning? If you do, would you put it up in the air at this time? You have a copy of the Word of God. Would you take a moment and look at it? And depending if you have large print or eight pica, whatever the size print is, depends on how thick your Bible is. But notice how thick your Bible is. There are hundreds and hundreds of pages, thousands and thousands of words. Seven. Seven verses is all that we know about the man Epaphroditus. I want to be very direct, right straight to the message. I don't have a funny story to begin because of time, and I don't have illustrations. I'm going to get right straight to the meat. Our heart ought to be tender enough to be able to do that with our worship this morning. Seven. In seven verses, we learned that Epaphroditus didn't care about his own needs. He cared about his relationship with Jesus Christ. In seven verses, we learn that Epaphroditus was a soldier in the Lord's army. In seven verses, we learn that we physically know that he was sick and almost died. But yet he still served. In just seven verses, we know so much about Epaphroditus that his whole life is written in seven verses. He was a remarkable man. He was Paul's second man, if you will. And he gave his life helping the Apostle Paul. Oh, we could talk about the Apostle Paul. Isn't the Apostle Paul one of the greatest men in all of the New Testament? We would agree. He he wrote much of the New Testament. He instructed the New Testament church of how we're to operate. The Apostle Paul was remarkable. But for the Apostle Paul to have accomplished what he accomplished, he needed a second man. And we're introduced in seven verses to Epaphroditus. And Epaphroditus had a testimony of faithfulness. Epaphroditus had a testimony 
of providing needs. Epaphroditus had a testimony of setting aside my wishes and my desire to help the Apostle Paul with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Pastor A.G., for doing such an eloquent job reading the scripture this morning. Please look with me in verse 25. I supposed it necessary to send it to you, Epaphroditus. He's my brother in Christ. He's my companion in labor. And he's also my fellow soldier that takes up the battles. I ask you this morning, in seven verses, would we know this about you, that you're a Christian? Would we know that? I know that there's many people who are visiting with us today. Thank you so much. But do you have a testimony of salvation? Pastor Howard's life is encompassed in, about, encompassed in this thought. He loves the Lord Jesus Christ and gave his life to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have a testimony? Are you a brother or sister in Christ? Do you know Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior? If you do not have that testimony, what a shame it would be to come to this magnificent service and to leave here without Christ today. It says this. He says, it's my brother, but he's my companion in labor. Pastor Howard has served and served well. What ministry are you serving? In seven verses, we're at your retirement party. We're at your casket we're at your funeral service. In seven verses, would we be able to say, she is my sister in Christ. He was my brother in Christ. They were faithful in church. A companion in ministry. Then he says, he's my fellow soldier. What does that mean? There's some battles along the way. There's some times that we have to stand up for truth. There's some times that we have to stand against the wiles of the devil or the tricks and snares of the devil. There's some times that we have to stand up for truth and righteousness at the expense of friendships. The Epaph Epaphroditus, he was a fellow soldier. Did the Apostle Paul have a backbone? Oh, he was, he was beaten. In fact... Where does it say he is when this is being written? He's in prison. The Apostle Paul was in prison because he stood for that which was right and true. So often we run when there's a little battle, skirmish, or conflict because we do not have the Christian fortitude to stand in the battle. I'm so thankful this morning that we've honored a man and a lady who are my brother and sister in Christ. They have been faithful in ministry as a companion in labor. And I'm telling you that over the last 13 years, I can personally attest that there's been some battles. And Pastor Howard has been a fellow soldier in ministry. There are some times that we have to speak the truth with love. And there's some times that even at the expense of a perhaps a relationship that we still have to speak the truth in love. And Pastor Howard has done that. Then we go to chapter 4. My time is almost done. I'm going to respect that and we're done. But verse 18 is the conclusion. Epaphroditus, he was sick. 
He was bringing an offering. He was bringing necessities to Paul in prison. And if we just stayed in chapter 2, we wouldn't know the conclusion of the story. But then we see the results of Epaphroditus being a brother in Christ, a companion in labor, and also being a fellow soldier. And in chapter 4, verse 18, But I have all and abound, I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. Epaphroditus finished his mission. He had to journey to take these supplies to the Apostle Paul. He, the Bible tells us, commentators write, that he was so sick that he almost didn't make the journey, but he did not quit. And chapter 4, verse 18 says this, he arrived, he brought the gifts. Why was that important? Because Paul was needy. Paul needed that. And Paul gives testimony, but my God shall supply all of my needs. And so I ask you a very direct question, a challenge this morning. We're going to write about you. And we just have seven verses. We only have space for seven verses in all of the Word of God for you. Would you be an Epaphroditus? Would that be your testimony? Would you be a Jim Howard? And that's your testimony? I think that Pastor Howard will have many more rewards in heaven than I do. And here's why I say that. Is that for 40 some years under the ministry of Pastor Lewis Johnson and Pastor Brent Armstrong, Pastor Howard, he set aside his ego to be an Epaphroditus to Pastor Johnson and Pastor Armstrong. And I am forever grateful for that testimony. And when I look at these seven verses... I say we could put Jim Howard's name there. And I'm thankful for that this morning. Let's praise the Lord for that. But Jim Howard would be upset with me if I didn't challenge you. What would we write in your seven verses? What would we write? In your seven verses. Are you a brother and sister in Christ? You know Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. If you do not know him, please allow us to take God's word and show you how you can know him. Do you have a ministry? A fellow companion. A fellow brother or sister in Christ who is a companion in ministry. Do you have a ministry? May I ask you? Who's going to fill the very large both physical and proverbial spiritual shoes of Jim Howard. Who's going to do that? In football, they say next man up. I'm telling you, church family, it's time for next man up. Who's going to do that? And who's willing to come alongside in a raging spiritual battle climate that we, unlike any time we've ever seen where we must stand for truth? May I just tell you, abortion is still murder. We can't sugarcoat that. We've got to stand for truth. May I just tell you, we've got to keep our family strong. God said a man and a woman make a family. Are we going to stand for truth? Are we going to stand with Israel? Because the word of God says that blessed is the nation that stands alongside Israel. 
And even if Washington, D.C. doesn't stand along with Israel, may I just tell you, Tucson Baptist Church is going to stand along with Israel. Unashamedly, unapologetically, even if it means there's a battle. Who's going to be my brother and sister in Christ? Who's going to join me in ministry? And who's going to be a fellow soldier in this battle? What would we write in your seven verses?